Hello, travelers, and Happy New Year. It's been a true pleasure to go on this leg of our voyage with you, and an extra special thank you to everyone who joined the Patreon to help keep us in the air. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now kick back with this episode as we close out the old year and enter the new one ready to face our next destination. We made it. You made it. And we hope you'll stick with us for 2022 and beyond. This week, we want to tell you to go listen to Join the Party. Join the Party is a D&D actual play podcast with tangible worlds, genre-pushing storytelling, and collaborators who make each other laugh each week. Everyone is welcome to the table, from longtime players to folks who've never touched a role-playing game before. Not sure where to start? Check out Campaign 1, the party campaign, for a dose of classic high fantasy gameplay. Or, if you're not really into dungeons or dragons, start with Campaign 2, the join campaign, for D&D mechanics in the modern superhero-centric setting of Lake Town City. Whatever adventure you choose, you're invited to hang out with the hosts each month for the After Party, a session held to discuss campaigns, joke around, and answer listener questions. So what are you waiting for? Pull up a chair and join the party. Search for Join the Party in your podcast app or go to jointhepartypod.com. Star Tripper is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We talk about BetterHelp a lot on this show, and this month we're discussing some of the stigmas around mental health. For example, some people may think you can wait until things are unbearable to go to therapy but that isn't true. Therapy is a tool to utilize before things get worse, and it can help you to avoid those lows. Some people may think that mental health isn't a part of normal life, but that's wrong too. We take care of our bodies with nutrition, exercise, and regular visits to the doctor. We should be focusing on our minds just as much. And some people may think that therapy is only for the big issues, but we here at Team Star Tripper have found therapy useful not just for the major stuff, but also for developing concrete strategies to overcome the effects of those issues day to day. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. We love being supported by BetterHelp because we believe you should always have the best support in improving your mental health. We are proudly sponsored by BetterHelp, and Star Tripper listeners get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com StarTripper. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash StarTripper. And now, for our next destination. should be really moving this time of year, I think. Yeah, but how do you know what time of year it'll be? They're orbiting like six stars. Space-time's all blippy in that system. We could land in the middle of fault line season for all we know. Yeah, mm, fair point. What about Glissando Beta? Can't miss those grab bag races. Yeah, but I did that one last year. The cliff tears were nice. What, cliff what? Those sound cool. <laughs> hey, travelers, and welcome back to Star Tripper. I'm Festin Pixis, ever your host, and Serena Hagen and I are trying to pick our next location. There's always more sites to see out there, and except where we can see our friends or get free stuff, I'm doing my best to avoid repeats. Fair dues. Suppose I've missed my share of escapades thus far, being the newest. Most of the best ones are in the podcast. Ah, right. The podcast. Festin, if I may. Absolutely. What's up, Prax? I have been considering an exemplary trip location ever since you tasked me to do so many weeks ago. Uh, I did? When did I do that? In the landing bay of the Daxico facility on Rybeck 9. 
Oh, yeah! I forgot about that. Never a fan of that taxi track myself. I would like to put forth Hazefont as an ideal destination for us. A gas giant in the Torozoa system. Hmm. I guess that's fair enough. It's not like she's ever really had a turn, you know? Yikes, 16 junctions though, Prox. Kind of far out on the edge, don't you think? You got somewhere to be in a hurry? No, not necessarily. I just think it'd be safer to stay a little closer to central space, you know? In general. Wow, that's loud. Sorry, everyone. That's a priority alert from Commonwealth Traffic Authorities. Broadwave to all captains. Bested? Uh, go ahead and send it to me here, Prox. We'll read it on the way back to you. Okay, let's see here. From the Seferin Planetary Commonwealth Traffic Authority, alert! A strange matter storm has hit several quantum-entangled star systems throughout Commonwealth space. Major slipspace routes are needed to transport emergency resources to affected areas. As such, all slipspace lanes are hereby closed to passenger vessels as well as class gamma cargo transports are below. Until further notice. Until further notice? Like, indefinitely? Ooh, strange matter storms are some big-time nasty for sure. Big-time nasty like call the home office nasty? Ha! <laughs> no, no, no. Not really our job. We'll leave this one to the professionals. And as long as we stay out of the way, we should be physically fine. Still, this is gonna have some ripples across the galaxy. Well and sure. With non-essential cargo transport down, we're all gonna have to get patient in a hurry. Yeah, but I mean... Prox, Hazefont was hundreds of ticks away before this, and now it could take days. Are you absolutely sure that's where you want to go? I have given it a great deal of thought, and I believe Hazefont is the ideal destination. Okay, yes, but come on, Proxy, these are extenuating circumstances. I beg your pardon, Serena, but it is my turn. You said. She's got you there. Okay, Proxy, you're right. Chart is a course for Hazefont. The long way round. Route achieved. Flight time to Hazefont, 15 standard days. Hot day. Well, we'll all certainly get to know each other. Uh-huh. Okay, yep. Lock that in and take us out. Excellent. You won't regret it, I promise. Request for clearance granted. Docking ring decoupling. Prepare for takeoff. I'll have to figure out some ways to, um, pass the time, I guess. Oh, 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 I know just the thing. Who wants to play Diplomats of Several Lands? Ah. Um, fun as that sounds, I'll take a pass. Yeah, maybe later, Festin. Oh, come on, y'all. It's really fun, I swear. It's, no, don't, no, come on. Dang it. Does anyone hear that? All right, all right. Settle in and keep your noise levels to a minimum, folks. Sounds like it's gonna be a long trip. Can we go to the cockpit, Mama Flanny? I wanna see the cockpit! Yes, yes, of course. My word, did you ever not set foot on a ship and demand to see the cockpit not a tick later? You know the rules, Polta. You go on and scrub up, and we'll see about making our way up to the cockpit when you've made yourself presentable to the hosts. Oh, Mama Tooper, do I have to? It's our way. Each vessel is a chance to be the best guests we can be, as the good book says. Now, off with you, before the hosts turn the lights out and you have to dig out your scrub kit in the dark. (sighs) Fine. 
but then the cockpit. Zy Preserve, what is it with that child and cockpits? Uh, Z loves to fly. You build a ship the size of us and Z'd be one heck of a pilot, I tell you that. Build a ship the size of us and it wouldn't clear the gravity well of your average-sized astral body. Alas, how we find ourselves here once more at the mercy of the kindness of large strangers. Yes, indeed. I quite like this ship. Gorgeous shade of indigo, goodly amount of nooks and crannies. Hey, Serena, you see my talon clipper anywhere? Oh, never mind. But I'm concerned, love. The Broadwave didn't say when to expect slip space to be back to normal. A sub-lightspeed journey leaves that much more time for the host to find us, to try to evict us. And if they do, we'll manage, won't we? As we have in the past. Until then, we'll just have to be on our very best behavior. I love you, Tuper Pontriff. <laughs> and I love you, Flatty Pontriff. Okay, all clean. Ah, 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 let's see. Arms up. Yep, behind the frills. Okay, open wide. Ah. All right. I do believe this one is clean. Now, let's see if we can't find a conduit that leads to the cockpit, eh? Yes! Oh, now, now, Polta, don't run off. Oh. <laughs> oh, your child will be the death of me. Our child, my dear. Better go and catch him. Let's see, what else? Um, I'm gonna take a look at the pH tabs in box five. Seems like I'm going through those faster than we should be. I'm gonna have to order more. And what's going on with the irrigation in box two? The stocks are looking brittle. Hello, Serena. Hey, Proxy, what's up? I, um, hope I'm not intruding. Just a little bit of botanical maintenance. What's on your mind? Well, I was wondering if you were mad at me. Mad at you? No. Okay. Why would I be mad at you? No one seemed quite thrilled about our current destination. It's my first time insisting on something that has no bearing on mechanical maintenance or safety protocols, and I worry that my doing so was unwelcome in our current social dynamic. Oh, Proxy, no! We're not mad at you! You're an equal part of our crew. It's really only fair that you also get to pick where we go sometimes. I appreciate you saying so. Nevertheless, I sense some residual apprehension. Yeah, I don't exactly love an extended trip through the open black, but really, it's fine. You say Hazifont's the place to be, and we trust you. Okay. Thank you for hearing me out. Of course. And hey, who knows? Maybe they'll have slip space open in a day or two. Then our journey's down to a matter of ticks. Indeed. Who knows? I didn't know when we first met that you'd have such a green thumb. Oh. Yeah, I, I guess. Just trying to keep these little fruits alive and breathing. Hmm. What's growing these days? Proxy, you're the ship. You are the garden. And you have wave axes right from your brain. Don't you know what's growing here? Yes, but I like when you tell me. <laughs> well, um... <laughs> over here, we have some staples to make sure we won't starve if we end up drifting. Uh, Tempson root, fruit stock, square nut squash, that kind of thing. Up here are just some big leafy things to take some of the strain off your Atmos scrubbers. My scrubbers appreciate the help. 
These are extras from Arbor Day, which Festin definitely wasn't gonna water, so I sort of adopted them. Needy little buggers. And these, uh, are personal. I, I planted each one after an important moment in my life. And every new place I land, I bring a seedling with me. I've had some of them for a long time. My whole life, it feels like. Why do you tend the garden? If you don't mind my asking. No, it's okay. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it just feels like it's what I'm supposed to be doing, I guess. It's at the center of me. It's just something Arcelans do. Wherever we call home, we pick a quiet spot and tend a garden. I never took to it in a major way, but the motions are deep in my bones. It's meditative, quiet. Well, relatively. <laughs> Being part of the circle can be a rambling sort of life, so when I'm feeling cast to the wind sometimes, I can run my fingers through the leaves, I can dig into the soil, I can touch those things and feel connected again. Connected to something with roots, something that has to dig into a place just to be. Just for a hot tick, you know? I don't really. I could dip a sensor probe into the soil and I would measure its temperature, scan its surface texture, analyze its mineral composition. But that's not really the same as feeling it. Oh, sorry. No need to apologize. It's not vital to my day-to-day -day operations to know what things feel like, and I'm not sensing less of the universe than you are. It's just something I think about sometimes. Sure. I might as well apologize for not having a supercomputer for a brain, right? Exactly. Just because we view the universe through different means doesn't mean we aren't each living our best lives. Being the way I am makes me feel good. And likewise, you feel like yourself when you're connected to the soil from which you sprang, to the traditions of your people, and to plant life, living and breathing. Would you say so? Yeah. Prox, I really would. Thanks. For what? For reminding me why I like gardening. Of course. I'll stop bothering you now. Thanks for chatting with me, Serena. See you later. <sighs> Let's see. What's next? Good evening, Hagen. Evening, Proxy. What's the word? Can you please confirm that there are currently four blocks of sublight fuel catalyzer waiting on the intake rack? I think one of the ID sensors got obscured or damaged. I'm only seeing three. Hmm, should be four. Mark the one you can't see, and I'll take it out of rotation for maintenance. Thank you. What are you up to this evening? I was just about to play a round of the Mythos. Do you know it? I'm not familiar with the game, but I do have reference to the Mythos of Kratos, the storytelling traditions of your homeworld. That's the one. It's a game? Sometimes it's a game, sometimes it's a book, sometimes it's a song around the bar. I like it best when it's a game, especially a game with others. Care to play with me? Sure. If you move to the kitchen counter, I can use the kitchen equipment to manipulate the tiles. <sighs> Alright then. We'll pick three tiles at a time until you have 21. You start. Alright. Keep your tiles so that I can't see them. That's good. Each tile sports a Kratos rune, and those runes correspond to the tenets of the mythos. You start with this blue one in the center, which we usually call the womb, or the foundation. And from there, you build the mythos piece by piece. Ah, like this one, for example, is the mutiny, 
Very volatile game piece, this. Can change whole games when this is played. And any piece may be played on any other? For the most part, as long as there's narrative flow. While we speak, I am downloading the runic index. Good, good. For the first move, I lay the soft place. A popular opener for sure. Pick a tile from the pool to replace it. Hmm. I think I'll lay the old warrior. Interesting. In the mythos as I have read it, the old warrior is usually found further along the road. This makes it seem like they have been in the soft place for a long time, which implies a prologue, I suppose. I believe it does. So if I lay out Horde Keeper here, does that mean the Horde was kept in the soft place? Or that the keeping of the Horde led the warrior to the soft place? The latter. If you want the former, you would lay it back this way, like so. See how they line up? Oh yes, I see. Very interesting. I'm beginning to see the scope of it. Well, all right. Let's see, my move. Hmm. How about the season of plenty? Hmm, abundance. The Shining Beacon. Uh, mm, besieged? You're a little bolder than that, I'm sure. Bolder? Hmm. Oh, oh, instead I lay Hollow Victory. Yes, that's the ticket. So now I lay Beyond Hard Coin. Nostalgia. Fighting Ghosts. A Stray in the Wilds. The Mutiny! See, now this is one heck of a tale here. A ruler too caught up in the glory of battles past to join in the prosperity of their people? Classic. Wow, this is very fun. I had a feeling you'd like it. See, when you play the mythos instead of just telling it, the same old story becomes a collaboration, a conversation. We discuss its morals and values. We proclaim to each other what we hold dear. Together, we create our own unique interpretation of the mythos. And in doing so, we remake each other. Maybe ourselves. Beautiful. So how does one win? Win? The mythos? Yes. How do you win? Now that's something I've just never understood. Why would you play a game with your friends just to beat them? That sounds simply miserable. What are you left with? No, no. The mythos isn't a game you win. There isn't an optimal strategy. It's a game you play. Together. Hmm. This is not something I had considered. But you make a lot of sense. I do that quite a lot, I think. Hey, Hagen. Hey, Proxy. What you doing? Oh, are you playing board games? I call next. Ooh, wait here. I'm going to run and grab diplomats of several lands. Be right back. You're not going to sit through a session of that game, are you? There's an asteroid field a few dozen ticks ahead of us that I should probably reserve attention for. You? Are you kidding? Not even if you paid me. You already played Beyond Hard Coin. Oh, okay. Making jokes after a single round. Met your match, Nova Serpent. With their mighty lance, Arello Rex will vanquish you. Will you yield? No? Then say goodbye to your brood spawn and pray to your serpent god!
This stuff. Do they even drink it? What is the point? Uh, Proxy, let's check the pressure seals of these pallets on the next maintenance cycle. Looks like something about the, uh... Ugh. Daxi Soothing Full Night Lunawart Infusion is different from the rest. Who comes up with these names? Each one more ridiculous than the last. Smells like perfume. Oh, thanks, Mom. I thought it was cut for sure. Pulsa, how many times have I warned you about running off alone? Did you think this was a joke? But, Mom, I was just playing around. I was exploring. Okay, now I've got to know. We will discuss this when we get back. Hurry now. Oh. Yeah, expired perfume. Oh, that's disgusting. you're going to learn your lesson. Go to your nook! Don't you think you're being a bit harsh on Zem? Maybe. But how else am I supposed to get through to Zem if Z won't slow down long enough to listen? Why don't you let me give it a try? Polta? Oh, darling. Now, you know why Mama Flanny is so mad, right? Yeah, but I, I didn't even get caught. I, I was going to hide in the hole so didn't even see oh, whoa, me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, it's okay. Listen well, love. I know this is a long haul. I know. It's a hard time for us. But we have to be the best guests we can be. Clean, quiet, out of the way. We don't want to bother our hosts, right? Stupid. How come we have to be guests? How come we can't just make our own chips? I know. It can be frustrating to accept. Believe me, I struggled too. You did? Oh my, yes. Yeah, it's hard to accept just how vulnerable we can be at our size. But you know what? Having to rely on strangers? Sure, it can be dangerous. And frustrating. But it also reveals just how much mercy and kindness there can be in the universe. And when your mama insists on being the best guests we can be, that's us trying to give some of that kindness back. And I know you, my polta. I know you are kind, if a little rambunctious sometimes, too. (laughs) How about this? After dinner tonight, I'll tell you the story of the first time I felt down a ventilation shaft, huh? What do you say? They're slippery, right? It's not just me. <laughs> uh, they sure can be. Now, I'll come get you when dinner's ready, okay? Okay. Thanks, Mom. I love you, Polta. Love you. Hey, Serena, is the rehydrator free? Yeah, go for it. Wow, you look nice. Thanks. Did you do something to your hair? Yeah, I um, I rubbed some oil into it and braided it. It's nice, I like it. 
There's like a smooth, spicy smell to it. What's the occasion? It's just something I picked up when I was first starting out, during a few weeks tracking dangerous fugitives on Emerix. I was with a crew of wardens from Olin's Watch, and one day I remember waking up to them going through this whole process, quietly reciting things to themselves while they braided and oiled their hair. We lost a whole day for this custom I knew nothing about, but well, I really liked the smell. And the way they looked when they thought I was still sleeping. <laughs> they told me each braid was for one precious thing or person in their lives. And by oiling, weaving, and wearing them all together, they could celebrate all of them openly, even in combat. Oh, that's <clears throat> beautiful. Yeah, right? They called it the Cord Weaver's Oath. They inventory their lives every year and refresh the pattern, and they seal it in with a fresh coat of oil like polishing armor. They literally wear their families and their experiences on the battlefield with them when they meet the enemy. Oh, so zowie. Right? What a way to bring your people together. Exactly. <clears throat> and, you know, the idea of carrying your experiences with you in a physical way really appealed to me. So they showed me how to do it, and I've kept up the practice, just kind of quietly. <laughs> Later on, I picked up a hand-carved vessel for the jadewood oil. Jadewood oil? Mm -hmm. Is that what the stuff was in the washroom? Yeah, it's great for locking in moisture. The original Olin was also said to wear all jadewood armor. But I don't know if that was before the first oath or after. Oh, well, that's so neat. Why? Well, interesting fact, jadewood oil contains myotephraline. <laughs> Lorians are pretty allergic. Oh, cack, is that why your face is all... Yeah, probably. How allergic? On a scale of, like, 1 to 10? Uh, like, I don't know, like a 7? It's probably fine. Keep going. Uh, you know what? Mm -hmm. Why don't I continue while we head on down to the med bay? Okay, yeah. Yeah, that does sound like a good call. Mm-hmm. So, what happened with those analytics fuses in? This is what y'all call orderly? Got the electrical repair stuff all mixed in with mechanical. You got perishables near the gas canisters. What if one of them sprung a leak? Oh. And so much of this Daxi nonsense, not sure if that goes with food stores or explosives. Why, if I ever left my shop in such a state, my house parent would have taken it out of my tail parts with interest. <laughs> yeah, your house parents sound like a laugh riot. <laughs> oh, hey, careful. Hey, what gives? Didn't we do an inventory on Fribs Day? Someone's gotta put this place in its place. Huh. Um, hey, listen. I know we don't know each other very well just yet. And again, have I mentioned lately how grateful we are? Because seriously, we are just so appreciative that you joined. Uh, well, you know, the crew. <laughs> oh man, it's still so weird to think about. I'm a captain, and you're all my crew, technically. So weird. Uh, anyway, what I'm saying is, you can talk to me. If there's something bothering you. <laughs> you know, unless I'm bothering you. Am I bothering you? <laughs> Zai, preserve me, boy. If it wasn't you before, it certainly is now. Oh. I, I'm sorry, lad. That wasn't fair. You're right. I've got some weight on my mind. Okay, well, I'm here if you want to talk is all. Anyway, all I ask is that you leave those drop tethers on the low shelf. We end up needing them a lot more than you think. <laughs> I saw on the wave this morning, a dust-up near Daedral. I saw that. Uh, where is it? Little spit of a moon out past the Trident Nebula. There's always some local junk lord who thinks it'll be a fitting feather in their ruff. 
My din cousin, Telto, is out that way. The slaghead is no good in a pinch. Terrible instinct for which way to run. But before, I always figured I could go pull him out myself if things popped off. And now slip space is down. And now slip space is down. Yeah. Damn, that is unlucky. In the worst possible way, Hagen, I'm so sorry. Well, tossing things about in your cargo hold won't fix anything, I suppose. Oh, I don't know about that. Sounds like you could use a healthy dose of making sure everything's tucked away and safe, don't you think? (laughs) Not bad, Captain. It's our cargo hold, Hagen. This is your home, too, for as long as you want it to be. Put stuff wherever you want. Just, you know, be gentle, label things. Oh, and really, don't forget, the tethers. The drop tethers. I'm on it, boss. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, I know we're all getting a little cooped up. So, I want to thank everyone for agreeing to our first ever Phase Gravely Movie Night! I think it's just what we need. Okay, everyone settled in? You got snacks? TH, snacks? I've got my tea. Thanks. I was doubtful of moving a couch onto the command deck, but I must admit, it does increase the level of coziness. And I'm excited to finally see the Star Tripper on screen. Thank you, Proxy. I would have pitched the couch move for game night as well, but since no one wants to play Diplomats of Several Lands... Okay, so where are we starting? (laughs) Oh, gotta start with the first one, of course. course. The unthinkable exploits of FaZe Gravely. It introduces a lot of stuff that you need to know to enjoy later ones. They had a lower budget, but they took it and really went all out. Okay, here we go. Nah, I don't want anyone to panic. But if you're listening to this message, it means... Probably dusted somewhere. <laughs> that being said, you're gonna have a real time proving it. Oh, yes! So good! Ooh, and then, and then. Ha! Ha! Hell yeah! Can't believe you're paying me to do this. Is this really what the kids are into these days? Zyra turn. It's like dumb, but it's kind of good dumb. Yes. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of feeling it. Okay, we'll, we'll see where it goes. Captain Dam, stabilizer intake! Now we're spinning out! Stabilizer intake? Intaking what? It's not part of my flight systems. Oh, yeah, Prox, it's just for the movie. Oh! Oh, Cap! Boy, Ah. haven't you seen this before? Yeah, like 80 times. Well, yeah, but it's fun to get into it. We're gonna get Sakundi! Crab, you better hold on to Sakundi! Nonsense! All he needs to do is veer off port or starboard, or even pull a sunside slip. That war machine is moving in a straight line. Shh, Proxy, just keep watching. Well, that's what happens when you push the generator to red line after taking plasma fire. He should have rerouted weapon power back to avionics. Uh, no, FaZe isn't really that subtle of a guy. Then he shouldn't be upset when the conduits blow out. Uh, he's a hard-charging dude with half a brain, a couple of blasters, <laughs> and he'll fly this dumb ship any way he feels like. Phase gravely, baby! Chow, 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 chow! <laughs> Dumb ship, huh? No, come on, Prox, that's not what I meant. Like how his ship is dumb, and your version is smart. Just come on, watch the movie. No, thank you. I should get back to monitoring vital systems. Enjoy your film. Brutal.
Do 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 do. Hmm. What? Uh, hey, Prox, will you open the? Oh. Okay. Doo do 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 do. Do 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 Ah! Oh, come on, what is this? Hey, Proxy? Yes, Festin? Can I get a diagnostic of the hospitality systems, please? Hospitality systems are in perfect working order. Ah, okay. Well, then what's the deal, Prox? The deal, Festin? Well, if nothing's wrong with the systems, then the wave of slight inconveniences makes it pretty obvious that you're mad at me. What gives? Oh, nothing to worry about. You know how old, dumb ships like this one can be. Always in need of maintenance. My stabilizer intake must be misaligned. You're still mad about last night. Yes. I expressed legitimate logistical and representational concerns about the depiction of the Star Tripper in Phase's films. Erroneous concepts that could lead to real injuries. You brush them off as the objections of a pedant. Wow. Okay. Prox, you were bagging on my favorite movie. Without that movie, you and I would never have met, you know. I know. And I know how much that movie means to you. But I am surprised you regard it with more respect than your crew. I... You... Mm. I'm sorry, Prox. You're right. Of course your feelings are more... Mm, more important to me than Faze Gravely. Ugh. Thank you, Festin. You're my best friend, you know? I just wanted to share my favorite movies with you. A and sure, <laughs> they have a bunch of problems. What movie doesn't? But there's a lot to love in them, too. Well, I'm sorry I got so defensive. And pedantic about your favorite movies, Festin. I can't believe I took a dumb movie's side over yours. Still friends? Of course, Festin. <laughs> and, uh, remind me never to piss you off again. It'll be my pleasure. Attention crew, we are now beginning our descent towards Hazifont. Thank you for your extreme patience as we made our way, but we are finally at our destination. Taking us under the cloud belt now. Oh, wow, Proxy, it's beautiful. The way the gas formations swoop and curl like that. Wait, are those surfers? Can you surf clouds here? Yes! And best of all, the unique chemical makeup and pressure gradients in the atmosphere create a kind of neutral buoyancy. No injury is possible if you fall off while learning. Wait, he can't hurt himself trying stupid stuff? I don't have to save him. I can just chill out? If chill out is what you're looking for, might I recommend Hezefont's renowned colloidal submersion spas? Oh. I wouldn't mind a soak either, I suppose. Must be on that platform over there. Ooh. Wow, that's quite the repulsor array. 
I wonder if they'd allow me a look. The platforms here are on the cutting edge of zero-point stabilization technology and receive many traveling scholars. They give three tours a day. Prox, you nailed it! This place is incredible! I hope it was worth the wait. I keep trying to tell you folks about the value in the process, but what a breathtaking place to end up, Proxy. Nice pick. Yeah, seriously. Although, should the internal pressure gauges be doing that? I mean, I guess we've never flown to a gas giant before. Uh... I'm detecting a pressure shift. Please take caution. What is that? Sounds like it's coming from the cargo hold. Oh no, it's that damn Daxi pallet. What? We're entering the orbit of a gas giant the size of a cold star. Naturally, as we approach, the fluids on board are going to shift state. And forgive me if I haven't memorized this sub... Sublimation point of Daxi. Sleepy time. Cacking. Oh no. Hagen? Hey, Hagen, come on, this is no time to... Oh, oh, to sleep on the job. Oh, stupid Daxi. Oh dear. Come here and stay close. Flanny? I'm alright, Super. But we need to find out what's happening. I believe I can save you some time. Hello, Plancher family. I am Proxy, the ship's integrated assistant. My crew has been rendered unconscious and the captain has not transferred flight control back to me. You... you knew we were here? Yes, of course. I attempted to respect your privacy by not bringing your presence to the attention of my crew, but now I fear I must break the illusion and enlist your help, or we are all doomed. Our time to shine, Pontriff Clan. Let's be the best guests there ever were. Proxy, what do you need us to do? Darling, if you can't keep us level, the propeller will suck us right in. I'm doing everything I can, love. I am attempting to execute a sunside slip, but that requires the injection of a catalyzer, which is activated by a button on my console. Can one of you reach it? No. I gotta keep pressure here or we won't make it. Polta! Polta! You can do it! Come on, kiddo! Okay, okay! You've met your match, Nova Serpent! With their mighty lance! Orello Rex will vanquish you! Well done, Pontrips! Keep the keel level, and I can assist you in bringing us in for a landing. Also, Daxi canisters are reaching empty in the cargo hold, increasing Atmo scrubbers to 100%. Ah, welcome to Hazafont, travelers. We're coming to you now from the Warm Front, a perfectly charming little pub at a celebratory dinner celebrating not just having reached our destination without killing each other aboard the ship. Honestly, that's a pretty significant achievement, especially toward the end there. Uh Uh-huh. And surviving an accidental self-gassing with a soporific health tonic. We're definitely pitching the rest of that palette, right? But also celebrating our new friends, the Pontra family, without which we would be propeller chum. Cheers. 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 (sighs) Never before have hosts been so gracious to us. We're humbled. Oh, it's the least we can do, tiny pals. I can't believe I got to fly the ship. This is the best day of my life! 
Heck yeah, kid. Live the dream. Hey, Serena. You okay? What? Oh, yeah. I'm just checking the news feeds. There's got to be some news about Slipspace. If there's news, they'll broadwave us. Come on, relax. We made it. You've been on the feeds every minute of the past couple days. I'm trying to end the podcast here. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think if there's one thing I'm taking away from this trip, it's to really enjoy what's in front of you. I mean, whether that's an afternoon floating on a cloud or a couple weeks holed up in a cozy space with your whole family. Time together or time apart. And know, too, that wherever you're at right now isn't where you'll be forever. All right, that's going to about do it for us. So from the warm front on Hazafont, I bid you a fond see you next time. On start! Oh, sorry. My bad. Wild arms. Sorry, that's really all over. Oh, Serena. Thought I'd be the only one up this late. Nope. Can't sleep? Yeah. I'm just a little nervous, I guess. About what? It's been like over two weeks and we still haven't heard anything more from the traffic authority. Slipspace being down really eats at you, huh? It's never been down for this long before. Not in my lifetime. And sailing the open black is a vulnerable place for a plucky ship like us to be for an extended amount of time. It's a pirate's playground, and who knows how bored they're getting, taking the long road everywhere. It's just a compounding thing, I guess. I wonder how much longer Slipspace can stay broken, and what that means for all of us in the long term. I hear that. The future is a little bit of dust among the stars. You couldn't even see it if you tried. <laughs> As we say back home. <laughs> Doesn't seem to bother you very much. It bothers me enough, but I don't see much use in fretting, I guess. I have faith it'll work out for the best. Faith, huh? Yeah, faith. Mm. Faith in the emergency workers, in the Commonwealth, in the slipspace transit system. Just a small part of Zai's grand and unfinishable design. Oh. Yeah, um, well... Now don't you go giving me that look. Mm. <laughs> Surely I can't be the first devout Zaiist you've ever come across. No, I've... I've met a few. It's just our conversations tend to be on the shorter side. I'm not here to cram dogma down your gullet. You don't need to worry. I, I wasn't worried. I just... Uh, I don't know. Can you tell me about it? Hmm? Your faith in Zai? Huh. We have the time, I suppose. Hmm. Where to begin? It's a fairly common practice on Cray being well-aligned with practical thinkers. After all, every person in every trade adheres to certain rituals, and ours have aligned well with hers, by and by. Sephra Zai wasn't a prophet, certainly not divine by the usual metric. She grew up poor on Latune, made herself an engineer and took to the stars. <laughs> then she saw that whole worlds were growing up poor and stunted like her own, and when she was able to start her own operation, she got to be kind of a busybody. She would show up, Give your planet a look and start bothering decision makers about the unmet needs of their own people. <laughs> Pissed one or two of them off, I hardly need mention. Mm -hmm. In the years before she vanished, it just became a colloquialism around the work crews. What, you're gonna wait for Zai to fix that for you? On Cray, I grew up on the stories of her work the first slipspace dives, the long disarmament, the construction and eventual disaster of the Mind's Eye Station, 
If anyone deserves to be memorialized with an entire commonwealth named after them, it's her. Her name is so common now, people hardly think about it. We can't help taking some things for granted, but those who make it a point to follow Zai's example believe that apathy is the food of ruin, and inaction is the luxury of the dead. We adhere to the truth that nothing stays fixed, and if it did, we wouldn't be needed. <laughs> and so, when something like the slipspace system breaks down, it's still an opportunity for us to learn how it breaks, how we can make it stronger, how it makes us stronger. Do you see? It's not always about the system functioning in a perfectly convenient way for every being. It's about trusting that the process is valuable, that adhering to the process makes us better in the end, because so far, it's the only thing that ever has. <laughs> well, I don't know if I buy it completely, but... Oh, it did calm me down. Must be why they call you Tranquil Hagen. What? Oh no, not at all. But that's a story for another time, hmm? What? I, I want to know. Hello, crew. I'm sorry to interrupt a nice moment. I just received word from the Commonwealth Traffic Authority that slipspace lanes will be opening up in a matter of ticks. Oh. I'm telling you, Serena. You ought to try having a little faith. Next time slipspace goes down for the entire galaxy, maybe I'll give it a shot. Truly, I hope that is a long time away. Yeah. However, this does make for a much stronger ending for the latest podcast episode. Do you think I should wake Festin? <laughs> Let the boy sleep. We can handle it. What do you say, Serena? What? He's... Okay. Um, so, yeah. Travelers. Slipspace is back open. And that's good. But for a while it wasn't. <laughs> Times such as these force us to contend with the things that make us feel powerless. We all know now what it means to wait without certainty. But faith and contentment are matters of practice. And if we're all trying our best to get better, maybe someday we will. It's an ongoing process, travelers. We hope you'll keep at it with us. Next time on Star Tripper. <laughs> That's good fun, eh? Star Tripper was created by Julian Mundy. Hey, that's me. And produced by Misha Stanton, Ian McEwen, and me. Living in Space was written, directed, and sound designed by Misha Stanton, with a story by Misha Stanton and Ian McEwen, and performances by Ian McEwen as Festin, Sierra Shea as Proxy, Sammy Lappin as Serena, Jijoke Williams as Hagen, Cena Breyer as Tuper, Angelique Rocher as Flanny, Tunisha Hubbard as Polta, and Jesse Abbott Chin as Faze Gravely. Recorded at a safe social distance with production help from Lauren Shippen and Evan Cunningham. Music by Ketza. For more, check out ketsamusic.com. Additional music this episode by Daniel Birch, Solar Flare, Blue Sky Moon, and One Man Book. Check us out on the wave at startripperhq.com. For transcripts, merch, and links to subscribe on your pod bank of choice. Or on social media at startripperhq, where we love sharing fan art and show-related stuff. Need the most recent announcements or updates? Our Twitter feed is the best place to look. If you want to support the show and are in a position to do so, you can find us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash startripper. Even a regular $1 pledge helps us immensely to keep making cool shows for you, which we would love to keep doing. Thank you for flying with us and for sending in your Star Trip survival tips. This one's from Ann Simeon. Never underestimate comfort when grabbing some sleep. Use what's nearby as a pillow to up your nap game. 
Just make sure it isn't sentient first. Here's one from Alan Walker. Walk without rhythm. The accountants depend on it. And from Rasmic Opera. As delicious as it may sound, space travelers should avoid spaghettification at all costs. Might I instead recommend a pasta maker? Stay safe out there, travelers.